Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans, high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Uh, I'm Mike McGivern, and we're not talking youth sports today. Took a break. One week, we're going to take a break from talking youth sports, because this is a big deal for a guy like me. To have Hall of Fame basketball coaches in studio with me is a big deal. I have a lot of respect for for this class that's going in this year. And let me tell you who we have in studio. And we're also going to talk about some of the guys that from this area that made this year's class that I just didn't have time to be able to have in and, and, and actually have conversations with. But I want to congratulate them as well. And we'll do that throughout the show. But guys in studio with me, Mark Adams, Brookfield Central. How you been, Coach? Good. Real good. Joel Clausen, he is uh, pious. Boys and girls, congratulations, Coach. Thanks, Mike. Al Sheevy, finally. I've asked this guy 15 times to come in studio. <laughs> Man, I coached against him when I was at Dominican. He was at Slinger. We had some battles. Coach, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Con- Mike. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. You bet. And sitting on the couch, we're going to have him next segment is Gary DePerry. And Gary knows what I feel about him. He's just one of the classiest guys you know, in this area when it comes to high school basketball, and, and he's the guy. We're also going to be joined at 920 by Jerry Pettigrew. We're going to, uh, he is the uh, Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Executive Director, the winningest coach in high school basketball history in the state. And uh, we just want to highlight and promote this event that's coming up on, on September 28th. It is the induction into the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame it is going to be up in the Wisconsin Dells area, Glacier Canyon Lodge at Wilderness Resort. And you can go online at WISBCA, so Wisconsin Basketball Coach Association.org, WISBCA.org to get more information on this event. You want to buy tickets and go out and support these guys. It's a, what a wonderful you know, thing for, to happen. I, I've had that happen on the football side and with the media part of it, and I know the basketball side is big. Mark, I'm going to start with you. I've known you a long time, and congratulations. I'm really proud of you, and what a great Thanks, feeling it must be for, for you um, to be put in this Hall of Fame. Yeah, it was uh, – you know, I'm, I've always been proud of what we have done at you Central, um, the, uh, the idea of developing a total program. I thought that we ended up doing that, and it involved you know the whole community, the student body, and obviously the players, and I had great coaches that were – loyal and supportive administration so from that standpoint it was a comfortable situation um so and obviously having players made a made a big difference i mean my first couple of years when i was getting my feet wet to have guys like joe thomas and ben strickland and luke Coleman and steve johnson and more um 
help things a little bit because I think most of us sitting here today would admit that you know you need players. I mean that's certainly a big part of it. But uh, yeah, I was very excited when I got the phone call from Jerry uh, last spring. You bet, uh, Joel. Uh, same question. Now it's it's a little different. Mark, you're still coaching, but little guys, right? Right, Joel, you're still head coach at Pies. Yes. And to be put in the Hall of Fame, and we'll talk to Gary DePerry because he's an assistant coach at Dominican, you're still an active coach. Um, the, the feeling you had when you got that call? I'm deeply honored, you know, when Jerry made that call, too. You know, it's a little bit awkward because I am still coaching, and I, I, I really enjoy it, still do, uh, despite the ups and downs of it. But, yeah, you know, like Coach said, uh, we're not here without the great players. I mean, I was blessed at Pius with just some phenomenal girl basketball players, All-Americans, and and uh, some special, special young ladies, and transition the boys has been just as cool. A uh, bit more challenging with the young fellas, sure. uh, but just as much fun coaching and getting those X's and O's that sometimes the boys do listen to. Sometimes. I was told, and I believe this because I, I coached two years of girls basketball, Calvary Baptist of all places in Menominee Falls. I always thought girls came to practice hard every day. I, they just did. They was very social before they got to the floor, yeah. and then they practiced hard every day. The boys, on the other hand, picked their spots when they were going to practice hard. Your feeling on that? Yeah, you know, girls are, are, I hate to use the word easier, but they're more focused to practice. They, they recognize what's at stake for that day. They do what you ask, and they go from there. Uh, boys, you know, I think they sometimes see the game from a different lens, you know, usually from television, the NBA, and they, they all aspire to be that. That's, right. that's their hopes, but not reality for many of them, if not all of them, but you know, they do work hard, you know, and I appreciate that. But uh, sometimes you want to step out to do their thing uh, versus do our thing. Yeah. That's the challenge. I agree with that. Al Shivi, thank you for coming in. So I really appreciate it. And the amount of respect that I have um, for you and, and the job you did at Slinger is is through the roof. And I think uh, you being inducted in the Hall of Fame, it, w- what a great spot for you and, and the feeling you had when you got that phone call. Well, it, obviously, it was a tremendous thrill. I don't think you... You ever aspire to being in the Hall of Fame when you start out? I think you coach because you love it and you love working with kids. And and at Slinger, it's a it's a really a, a great situation. We have tremendous uh, community support and and uh, obviously great kids to work with. Kids that worked hard and uh, so it's it while it's a it's a great honor for me going in the Hall of Fame. It's I think it's more a, a recognition of what we have at, at uh, Slinger and what we've had over the years. You know, coaching against you, you ran, uh, a lot of guys are now running kind of similar to, to, to what you ran. And we, we had a hard time with all the back cuts and, and you know, the, what, what you guys ran. And, and we hadn't seen that before. And I always thought, and, and I don't know if you'll agree, we, we had some athletes at Dominican. And we had some, some big-time basketball players. And we'd go into Slinger, and the place was a great place to go play. I mean, the community came out like crazy. And we'd be down by six and a half going, look, we, we have to, you got to sit down and you have to defend that back screen. And you guys would run that until you got what you wanted. And we knew going in, every time we played you guys, it was going to be a dogfight. And I just, look, when, when you watch the two teams warm up, I thought, yeah, we'll win by 30. And, you know, all of a sudden there's six minutes to go and we're down four and you guys would shorten the game. I, I just knew every time we came in, Coach, that it was going to be a dogfight and a lot of credit goes to you and your staff for that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, we, we it was close until the end and then your athleticism kind of 
every Took once in a while against it, us. It, but, uh, yeah, but but I'll tell you what, those are some great games. Yeah, it, they were. We we really enjoyed that. Our kids, you know, our kids really enjoyed that. Uh, uh, that was a game that that they certainly got excited about. And and uh, again, like I said, we were fortunate that uh, our kids were let us coach them, and and uh, you know we. I think we understood our limitations, and so we uh, we played to that. Mark, how many years um, did you coach overall, and 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 how many years at Brookfield Central and as their head coach? Well, I was fourteen years as a head coach at Central, and um, oh, I think when they added up the numbers for the questionnaire, yeah, <laughs> uh, total number of coaching I believe was right around um, thirty-five years with the freshman, eighth grade, sure. maybe, and everything. Yeah. How did uh, that first year that you retired and, and then you went back to Jersey? So I don't even know what the retirement date is anymore, Mark. You know, I kind of thought I knew and then um, it kind of changed a little bit. You mean when my pension check came in or what? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, but from, from, from yeah. varsity basketball. Yeah. Two years? Actually, the very next year is when uh, oh, Showy and I started talking in the spring. Right. Uh, after I had said that I was done coaching and kept talking into the summer and um I actually have to thank my wife on that one because I never would have thought that I was going to be able to get back into it uh not that she's holding anything over me but you know my time was up and I pretty much decided it too but we I had fun talking with Sue on the phone yeah. the other day by the way <laughs> yeah. you you know what you way out kicked your cover she's way nicer than you are by the way but that's uh yeah there yeah. So I don't know if it's the Brook Central one or the Germantown one. All I want to know is when when you said, okay, I'm not oh, going to practice okay. every day. How hard was that? Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to do that this year for the first time in 36. Yeah, you don't know how hard it's going to be. You just know that you've done something for a long time, and uh, you did it because you enjoyed it, and there isn't any way that you're not going to miss it. And it wasn't uh, more than probably about two months after the season ended where – I could start feeling it, but I just knew something was going to happen, and that's probably about the time that Joey contacted me too. So, Al, how about you? Uh, well, yeah, I, 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 I was fortunate uh, when I decided to step down. I, I just I knew it was the right time. I, I always wanted to go out on on my terms. Right. I didn't I didn't want to have uh, parents saying it was time for me to get out of the administration, and, and we had. Again, like these guys uh, work with great administrators, uh, but I was fortunate that both my sons uh, are are coaching now, so I was able to fill that void. You get a fix. Yeah, I, I was able to. You know, I, we probably saw each of them coach about a dozen times uh, last year, so I saw a lot of basketball last year. And Joe, you've got many years left to, to coach. I'm sure as many as as you want. Certainly at Pius. Um, have you have you had that thought in your head? Look, maybe two years, maybe five years, maybe ten years down the road is when I want to step back. Yeah, you always have that thought. You know, I I'm still actively involved in AU with the rap program out here. With uh, uh, you know, B- with, big fan with the Milanchecks. Oh think yeah, they do, they do a really good job. Yeah. You know, when you say AU, then I cringe a little bit. Yeah. But when you say you know rap and and, the, and those guys, right. I think they do it the right way. So. Erica's. Great. She played for me. Uh, Scott Man. Cook is just a great coach, great young coach. So they do it the right way. So it keeps me involved in summer with the girls and coaching girls softball. So I just, I'm just a junkie, you know, and right. I don't know what I, my wife's retiring in January. She tells me about that every single day. <laughs> uh, 
But for me, I just enjoy it. I, I got to stay active, and I, I still enjoy the kids. And uh, you know, when it happens, it's going to happen. I don't I don't have a timetable. Uh, but uh, it, it, when it happens, I'll know. Well, my fear now, and, and I'll tell you, two weeks ago, I was just parking my car. And we live over, we're about three blocks from us is Milwaukee School of Languages, and they have a playground and a hoop. And I was driving by, and there's a mom with about an eighth, eighth grade kid, and she was trying to rebound and, and pass him the ball. And I pulled my car up right on the parking lot, went right there, and I said, you mind if I put your son through some drills? She's like, no. And I said, but you got to stay and watch because what – I'm going to help you, but you have to watch it. When I leave, I want you to do this. So we had we went elbow to elbow. We did a couple dribbling drills. We did so about 45 minutes after I just left to park my car, I walk in and I'm full of sweat. And my wife's like, "Where have you been?" I said, "I was on the playground putting a kid through some drills." And she was like, "This isn't going to last, is it?" I said, "No, I just got to be able to get a fix once in a while and 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 move on." Hey, um, Mark, let me go back with you. As you were going through this journey at at, uh, at Brookfield Central, and, and Joel's the one who said, "I can't believe they're putting a guy in the Hall of Fame that ran a one three one," but that was him, not not <laughs> totally not true. <laughs> Thank you. Totally, I'm throwing, I hate the one three one. I'm by throwing the way, classic, I'm throwing him under the bus, and he never said anything like that. As you were going through that journey with with Brookfield Central. Being put in the Wisconsin Basketball Coach Association, um, as Al said, is not ever something that you think about as you're doing this. But now that it's happened and you've had to write that letter, you know, the one that I've read that says, here are the things and here are the reasons, um, does it all now just kind of start to, to come back and say, man, it's been a long journey, but it's been a great journey? Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, the experience that we had there, I really – if I make a list, it's a long list of just positive things. Like I said, when you've got every part of the uh, the program supporting you for the most part, it makes life a lot easier. I mean, I hear things now, too, that, you know, they were going on when I was coaching, too, that can make things unpleasant. Um, and I was fortunate, I think, to not have to experience too many of those things. So, um, yeah, it's... It's good. It was good. It was good. Hey, we're going to get to a break. I'm going to ask Gary to come and take your chair, and we'll rotate everybody throughout. But I'll come back um, with certainly Alan and Joel as, as this thing is happening, and you had to write these letters. I mean, I'm wondering the feeling that you guys get when you're writing those because I've read them all, and um, they're really impressive. A couple guys that we didn't, I wasn't able to bring in that I want to congratulate, um, certainly Russ Thomas, who I've known for a really long time and really well-deserved. Um, he's going into this class. Michael Goodwin, um, I'm a I, I big fan of his as well. Bob Aranda, who is at uh, Grafton and now down at Cudahy. Um, Nick Van Exel, who I had a coach against, which was a nightmare, by the way. Um, he's going this uh, this year, along with a number of people throughout the state, some other people from the city of Milwaukee that I don't know too much about, but I want to congratulate this class. And uh, other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Gary DePerry. And we're also going to reach out and talk with Jerry Pettigrew, who's got a Gary DePerry story he wants to share. And that's why i got to make sure that he's on the mic at that point. This is the Youth Sports Show. Again, we're taking a week off, and we're celebrating this class, this WBCA class, Hall of Fame class that's going in on the 28th of September on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Again, we're taking one week off. 
talking youth sports, and we're talking about this year's class, the WBCA Hall of Fame class that's going in September 28th. And um, for more information, look, I would highly recommend that uh, you go to this website, get get tickets to go up and, and help celebrate this class because we've got a number of guys from this area and women from this area that are going into this again September 28th. It's up at the Wilderness Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Go to wisbca.org. So Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association, wisbca.org to get more information and order your tickets. Four guys in the studio, all well-deserved being put into the Hall of Fame this year. I've got Mark Adams and Joel Clausen and Al Sheevy and now Gary DePerry. And and I've talked about Gary DePerry in the show a lot, the amount of respect that I have for him as a man and as a basketball coach. Coach, good to see you again. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, how was the dentist appointment, all right? Your daughter's fine. Thanks for bringing her in. What a wonderful girl she is. Um, My daughter, Elliot, there, a freshman at Reagan. Uh, everything went fine with her braces and her uh, appointment. Man, well, thanks for coming in. You're, you're, uh, similar to Al, you've never been one to come in studio with me, so thank you. It's not so bad, right? I not yet, it. anyway. Looks like you had some updates. Yes, we've had yeah. some. We've had some updates. Can I ask you when you got that call saying that you were going to be inducted in this year's class? Your your first feeling was what? Well, you put a lot of time into it, and uh, the relationships you build with a lot of great people. Um, it was, it was nothing that I ever thought would ever happen, Mike. Um, but when Wynn uh, Parkinson and Jerry called me, I was actually in Palm Springs for a weekend, and uh, they called me out in Palm Springs and said, hey, Coach, we uh, just wondering if you would accept, and uh, you, you, you've been uh, chosen uh, for the Hall of Fame. And I was like, wow, just, you know, I never would have expected it. Yeah. Um, I'm still coaching, and I go, uh, do I have to retire? Tomorrow right. or what's going on here? But uh, classic would uh, like Joe would yeah. be like, hold on a second, you you wait until I get done that. But uh, you know, you look back and you you reflect on all the players you've coached and uh, all the assistants that have worked with you over the years and uh, the administration and uh, um, y- your family who have. Uh, uh, put a lot of sweat equity into it too. You know, your wife and your your children and your, no doubt uh, your siblings and your mom and dad and things like that. So. You know, in what in the letter that uh, that you wrote and and um, uh, regarding the, your career, you said it. And, and I've been both a head coach and assistant coach, and I feel like I'm a, I, I'm a way better assistant coach than I was a head coach. And it's for that quote that you had, make the head coach look good. I would throw myself in front of a bus for Coach Wallershop. I've never had any interest in his job. All I wanted to do is make sure that we that he looked good. That was the idea. And for you to put that down, Gary, you know, for assistant coaches all over the, you know, the state, when they read that and say, that's exactly it. Those are the words that, you know, that for, for me, that's exactly what I've tried to do as an assistant coach. And you know what? It, 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 I'm just better at it. So thank you for saying that, um, guys. The I want to thank uh, first of all Joan Pettigrew for sending me the information. I, I really appreciate it. the amount of work that these guys at the WPCA do to have this Hall of Fame and to do the work that they do for the coaches of our state of Wisconsin. I, I can't say thank you enough. And we are now joined by the executive director, uh, the winningest all-time winningest high school basketball coach in the state of Wisconsin from Cuba City. Jerry Pettigrew. Coach, thanks for a couple minutes of your time. How you doing? Hey, great, Mike. Thanks for having me on, my friend. Yeah, you bet. What a wonderful class 
um, that's going to be inducted this year. And when you look at the names and you look at this list, especially because you know we're here in southeast Wisconsin, but throughout the entire state of Wisconsin, when you're talking about guys like Mark Adams and Al Sheevy and Joel Clausen and Gary DePerry and Jimmy Gaz, and, and it's just a wonderful class. So congratulations on, on, on this year's class, Coach. Yeah, those are uh, those are heavyweights. Heavyweights. They're heavyweights. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I know them all well and uh, uh, special moments with them, and uh, I couldn't be happier for all of them. Hey, Jerry, when you and I talked, you said one of the, the, the best games you guys ever had is when you came down. And, did you beat Vincent at Vincent? Oh, no, maybe not. That You guys didn't beat Vincent, did you? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, that was a weak moment in that uh, uh, normally we brought schools out to play at Cuba City, and we turn up the temperature in the locker room to about <laughs> 95 and, uh, Al Sheevy came out here. He knows that. And we uh, had our own uh, Grand County officials. And uh, uh, it was a pretty tough place to play. But I had a weak moment, and I went to Milwaukee Vincent. I believe that he had uh, four or five Division One athletes on that team. And uh, Coach DePerry was the assistant coach to uh, uh, Tom Diener. And uh, I had a decent ball club, but not – anywhere like that and that 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 taught me a lesson never again go into the city of milwaukee yeah. <laughs> uh, no matter how good you are and try to play a basketball game we took a whipping and a good one to be honest with you but uh gary DePerry, uh my goodness uh the respect that he has uh especially in the uh milwaukee land area is just unreal i mean uh Gary uh, just is a, a, the ultimate coach, really, the ultimate coach, and can't say enough good things about Gary. Just a great guy. Hey, um, can you talk a little bit about the process that these guys go through? How does that work? Um, other people nominate them, and, and then you have a board. I don't really know the process of the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association um, to, to come up with the final group that are going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame each year. Uh, but this group is incredible, and I'm wondering what that process is, Jerry. Yeah, the, the process really is, uh, you know, the, first we get the nomination in, and they can – and here's one of the problems, uh, Mike, is that a lot of coaches uh, that really deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and, and uh, they, they say, well, I'm not going to nominate myself. You know what I mean? And so uh, uh, the nomination is on the website. Uh, and so what we usually have to do is, uh, hey, uh, uh, this guy deserves to be in our Hall of Fame, and we do not have any nominations. So maybe we talk to the wife or uh, uh, a good friend. Uh, and I usually uh, say, uh, I've made many calls where I said, Coach, you need to be in the Hall of Fame. And they usually, oh, not me. You know, I said, go on the website and fill it out, will you? Uh, just fill it out and uh, put me down that I nominated you. Uh, so, but we need the nomination first of all, and then we have a, uh, a group of coaches uh, that meet. And usually, the meeting is uh, the first uh, couple of weeks in January, uh, a Sunday, usually in Madison. And uh, I don't have all of them right in front. Sure, of that's all right. Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, there's probably about 16 or 17 
And then, uh, uh, to be very honest, Mike, the coaches usually are an easy part. Uh, you say, wow, this guy, you know, he's, uh, he's won 350 games. He's won 450 games. He's won over 500 games. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, winning makes a difference. There's no doubt about that. That winning, The tough one, Mike, are the players. God, you got so many good players. Oh, yeah. Uh, and to, to try to uh, to uh, pick five to six to seven players is really a difficult one. And thank God we've got Cliff Crystal on there. Uh, he used to be the Milwaukee uh, Journal Sentinel writer. And Cliff never forgets the older guys, the older players that may have fell through the cracks. And uh, like this year, I believe we've got a gentleman going in by the name of Jack Owlinger. I never heard of him, but uh, Cliff pointed out that uh, he played for San Francisco and uh, uh, Pete Newell. And, uh, uh, and Pete Newell was, oh my goodness, uh, probably one of the greatest basketball minds of all time. And so uh, that's basically the process, you know, in uh, uh, so many good candidates and uh, uh, as Right now, I know we've got about 750 people coming on the 28th at uh, the Wilderness Resort. And yep. so it should be a great night. And I'd be remiss, you've got those people in the studio. Mark Adams, what a wow. Uh, you ever met a nicer guy and a better coach than Mark Adams? And Al Sheevy is, uh, I could talk about Al all day long. He, uh, I remember him when he played for uh, Dick Wadowitz at uw Platteville. He worked my basketball camps. Al's like a son. And now his son is the assistant coach up here at uh, UW-Platteville. So I get to see Keegan quite often, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, Boy, it's, uh, I, Joel Clausen, uh, my goodness, uh, wouldn't he win uh, 10, uh, 10 or 11 state championships with uh, the girls? And uh, this is a tremendous guy and, and – uh, all of those guys, and Jimmy Goss might not be there, but uh, boy, he doesn't take a backseat to anybody either. So you got a, quite a group there today. Mike. Yeah, it is my it's my honor, and and all I wanted to do was was, was celebrate these guys and 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 this uh, this Hall of Fame. Hey, Jerry, we're going to let you go before I do. Please thank Joan for me because she okay. really she did a nice job of of sending me the information that I needed, and I really appreciate the work that she does. Um, for this and and to be able to help me out with this show and and please say thank you for me hey thank you mike and and you're absolutely right jones uh, the brains behind the operation here in cuba city so and uh, and the looks uh, jerry let's be honest <laughs> and the looks <laughs> here's jerry pedicue we're going to get to a break we'll continue talking to our in-studio guests mark adams gary de perry joel Klassen, and al shivi and we'll also talk about some of these other uh, people that are going in, and I want to congratulate them as well. This Hall of Fame, again, is the 28th of September. If you have interest, be a great event to go out and celebrate some of the best high school basketball coaches that, that this state has ever had, and they're going into this Hall of Fame, and you can go out and, and celebrate with them on the 20th of September. Go to wispca.org for more information. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Uh, welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Again, we're taking one week off from talking U Sports, just because uh, how fun it is for a guy like me to talk to guys that are going into the Hall of Fame. The Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame, again, the 28th of September. Hey, um, Gary, when you talk about Jimmy Goss, who's going in, uh, Michael Goodwin, who's going in, um, certainly these are names, and, and, and Russ Thomas has done a great job in the city. You're going in with some guys that you have just so much respect for, Gary. Well, being an MPS employee um, and, and working closely with those people in our system and yes. in the conference – uh, meant meant a lot to me. Um, you know, starting off at Custer years and years ago when Jan was the commissioner, Jan Dolishaw, who, yeah. who I have utmost respect for uh, when she was our commissioner, uh, and then moving over to Hamilton and working with Jimmy, uh, Jim Jones, and, and then Bill Molbeck and uh, Russ Thomas. Um, but I've been surrounded by some very, very good people. Uh, a lot of guys who have been in the Hall of Fame already, Wynn Parkinson and uh, Jim Jones and... Uh, uh, Jimmy Gauz is, is going in in this class with us. Um, I wish Tommy Diener would have been available to get in in this class because it would have meant a lot to me too Yeah, because uh, I have the great utmost respect for Tom and uh, 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 in, in our relationship and working together with him. Um, and so this well, you, being an MPS thing was very, very important to you've me. You've been around life. some really good men, man. The, 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 those guys that you just talked about, when you when you when you think about guys who care a lot about kids care a lot a lot about the game itself, you know that those are those are some of the names that 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 you know you need to bring up and and I appreciate you bringing up all those names because I those are all guys that and a gal that I have a lot of respect for. So thank you for that. Hey um, Joel, the difference between coaching and I don't care if it's girls or boys, but coaching the game of basketball back when you started. And I'm going to ask Mark you the same thing, and certainly when Al comes in. The difference between the game then and the game now. Um, do you like the changes? Do you wish we could go back to the old days? What, what's your feeling on that? Well, back to the old days, probably not. You know, I'm so old that we had the four quarters. You know, we had a jump ball at the start of each quarter. Right. So my first year, I had Heidi Bunnick, best player in America. <laughs> and at 6'4", I knew we were going to get those four tips. Right. And that, that was probably my best year coaching because I told the girls, when you get the ball, you, you got to pass it to Heidi. And then Heidi, you got to put it in, and that was outstanding coaching on my part. I thought that's why you're going to the Hall <laughs> yeah, of Fame. I think that, that was is it. it right there. After that year, I said, that's really good. But yeah, I like the changes. I like the three point game. I, I like the up and downs of the games. You know, uh, yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool. I just think there's there's too much offense involved, and, and in the end, defense does win, and and we always have to sell it to the kids. Yeah. So, Mark, same question for for you. Um, the changes over the years. There's been a lot since we've been doing this. Um, I'm kind of with Joel where I, 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 I've embraced him and I like him. And, um, I don't know if it's cause I don't remember, I can't remember back so far, but I'm wondering your feeling on it. Uh, when, when I first started out, uh, I think there was probably, I know in myself and probably a lot of other coaches where you wanted to control things more sure, a little bit and you know, kids could respond or not respond. And, and obviously that's always, uh, the challenge, and as the game's going on, I mean, bottom line, no matter what's going on in any sport, the kids want to have fun, and you want the kids to have fun when it's all said and done with. If there can't be that word mentioned in there somewhere along the way when their career is over or your career, you know, they, you're missing something. So I think as the game has evolved and it's become a little bit more open, a little bit more, like Joel said, three-point oriented and that, and uh, some more up and down, I think, 
those are the things the kids seem to, at the end when I was coaching, respond to a little bit more and maybe put a little bit more into because they enjoyed that that style a little bit more too. So, you know, I don't know about you guys, but one of the the, the things for me that, that maybe the frustration sometimes over the years was the change in social media. I'd asked a guy in Faith in the Zone, another show that I do, and he's a Division One college football coach, and I said, "Look, the kids have really changed over the years, don't you think?" And he said, "Absolutely not." And he kind of threw me a little bit with his answer. And I said, really? He said, Mike, we've changed. He said, I was a Division I football coach at the age of 28, youngest in the, in the country, and I wasn't that far removed from playing. And I was single, and I was cool. He said, now I'm 44. I'm married. I have three kids. All I want to do is get out of practice and go home. They haven't changed. We've changed. And so I'm wondering, Gary, I'm going to start with you. Are you feeling on that? You know, as, as I look at that um – you know, I would probably agree with you, Mike. Um, you know, granted, technology has uh, played such an important part in, in, in our young people's lives, and uh, they've embraced it. Uh, uh, looking at young Alex in uh, um, coaching him over at Dominican, um, he's a great kid, uh, just like a lot of the kids I had uh, or we've had at, at Vincent and at Tech and other places. Um, but uh, I go, Alex, how many followers do you have uh, today? And he go, oh, coach, I might have uh, – uh, 300,000 people on, on my story. And I go, what, what does that mean? And uh, uh, he goes, I just tell my story and they follow me. And, and, and I try to embrace that. <laughs> I try to embrace what that is. And, uh, and, and I don't understand it. But uh, yeah. no, you know, part of it is uh, we as coaches have to change. And, 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 uh, and, and I think I have uh, in the past few years. Joel, same question. The other thing the guy said was, hey, look, they're still doing the knucklehead things I did as a freshman yes. in college. Exactly. The difference is they're posting everything. That's yeah. the difference. He said, but Mike, I'm telling you, it's us that are changing. Your, your answer to that? Yeah, I, I think I have a mixed feelings on that. I, I, we, we have changed. There's no doubt. I see the game the same in terms of its principles and its fundamentals. But I see the kids wanting to change. And like Mark said, they, they like to get up and down. They want to shoot those threes, and we get that. For, for social media, uh, we at Pius, we just banned the phone, which I love uh, a lot because kids are actually talking to each other now in the, in the building. Uh, but on the, on the athletic side, you have to be humble. We always say you've got to be humble out there. Don't, don't say things that, that are going to come back to haunt you because once you press send, you can't get that back. It's gone. And also your integrity could be gone too along with it. So be humble in what you say about others, uh, and, and then good things will happen. You know, we had, um, I had a guy from uh, Mississippi State come in a number of years ago. He's an assistant, a grad assistant that came in and sat where you're sitting, Joel. And his entire job is on Thursday, the staff would give him a list of 50 to 100 players throughout the country they're going to recruit. And his job over the weekend was to find everything on social media. And he said, you understand, I'm really good. This is a young guy. He said, I'm really good at what I do. You have the one Facebook post where you're at church with, you know, all these people. And that second one that you don't think anybody's going to find, that you're on the beach with that kegger, I find them all. And at the end of the day, he said, I give them the list back. And normally 35 to 50%, I mark off and say, don't do it. And these kids have no idea. They were going to get recruited by a pretty big-time football program, and now they're off the list because of this ridiculous stuff they put online. Mark, your, your, your answer to that, too, have we changed, the kids changed? Well, first of all, the last two days I've been at the Geek Squad at Best Buy with my laptop, and I want no part of that anymore. My wife was busy. so. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it got to a point the last couple of years for me that – when I made out my list of things that I had to go over, and I, you, you don't want to make more rules if you don't have to, but right. you found yourself making more rules related to 
social media and what they did on their cell phones and that than what you would ever ever thought of before because, you know, we had some situations where, like Joel says, you press send and next thing you know that my AD and my principal are getting a phone call and I'm getting called in. It didn't happen a lot, but when it did, you wanted to go back and just say, well, what did we talk about? Here's exactly, you know, how right. quickly this can happen. And there's really no secrets when you press end. Hey, guys, we've got a short amount of time in, in, in this segment, but I really want to get to this. And I'm going to get with Al when I bring him back next segment. If you look back on your, your life, who, who, who you fell in love with the game of basketball because of who, Gary? My mother, uh, uh, being a teacher at Bayfield, uh, we had keys to the gym anytime we wanted to go. But I was influenced by two great coaches who I had up in Bayfield, uh, Paul Vine, who was the head basketball coach who played at lacrosse, and his longtime assistant, Dan Karius, uh, who was originally from Slinger. Um, and uh, those two were major impacts, impacts as uh, a player, but then uh, uh, Dick Bennett, obviously. No doubt. Joel? You know, actually, in seventh, I was I love baseball. And I've always played baseball. When the Bucks came in town, I was like twelve, and I'm thinking this is a cool sport. So my grandpa built me a basketball backboard out of plywood and a post, and I started playing. My sister bought me a ball, but like like uh, I I it's my mom. You know, yeah. my mom influenced me in everything I've done. Uh, I yeah, owe her a lot. Weird. You know, she's been really cool. My wife supported me, of course. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I played softball against you. I was playing second base. You hit three line shots past me before I saw him. So you can, that was years ago. I'm telling you, you don't remember it, but I do. I was playing second base and you just hit BBs right past me. And I think you were laughing at me, but I'm not sure. Mark, who was that when you look back? Who, who was that, that, that first person that, that you fell in love with basketball because? Oh, it would have to be my dad. My dad was, uh, you know, and I, I've seen pictures and, you know, everybody's told me he was a pretty good athlete out at Pewaukee High School many, many years ago, and um, he spent a lot of time with me in the driveway and encouraged me, and I think that's probably where my first love started. Um, is he no longer with us? Or no, he, he's not. He's he, not. Yeah, he, he'd, uh, he, both he and my mom would have loved gone to this on the 28th. Really, they'd but, be really uh, proud, huh? They'll be watching upstairs. Joel? Is your mom still? My mom passed, I agree with Mark. My mom would love this. I mean, she didn't miss a game, and neither did a referee miss her. The referees probably don't miss her, but uh, yeah, she would have loved this this in a couple weeks. Yeah, Yeah. Gary. Yeah, my dad's no longer with us, and uh, my mother will be there definitely. You know, when 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 I was uh, lucky enough to go into the Wisconsin Football Coach Association on the on the media side, um, my mom and, and she listens to to these shows that I do, and she was up there. And um, I came over to say hi because we're up on the in, the in the front table, and she was like, I, "I thought there'd be like forty people here," and she had no idea what she was getting into when she went up there, and she was really proud. My dad would have just shook his head. It was my mom as well, and I've told the story. It was I don't even know the month or the year, but Jim Jones was playing Allie McGuire at Marquette High. We're seeing St. Catharines against Marquette, and my mom didn't like to drive when it rained out. And now it was snowing, and she said, get in the car. And I go, she goes, get in the car. We're going to a basketball game, and you're going with me. It was sold out. We drove from the east side of Milwaukee to 35th, Wisconsin, sold out. And she said to the kid, my, my son's getting in there to see this game. And the kid said, ma'am, it's sold out. She said, well, we're getting in. Who do I have to talk to? And he said, just go ahead. And we stood up at the top of the bleachers. And when they St. Catharines came out in the black and white with the black and white ball, 
and the amount of excitement in that gym. I get goosebumps telling the story, but I knew at that point, one way or the another, another, I was going to get involved with this sport, and it's because she did that. So I love to hear that you know your parents and your moms and dads had a lot to do with this. We're going to ask Al Shivi the same question. This is the Hall of Fame class, and these guys are, are guys that I have so much respect for. Mark Adams, Gary DePerry, Joel Clausen, and Al Shivi are in studio, but there's a number of guys that are going in as well, including Jimmy Goss and Russ Thomas, um, guys like that, Bob Miranda, who is going in, Michael Goodwin, all from this area, Nikki Van Exel, um, what a great class on September 28th up in Wisconsin Dells. Go to wispca.org, wispca.org to, to go and celebrate with these guys. If, uh, if you have time to get up there, it'd be a really good event. This is the U sports show brought to you by all state insurance. Are you in good hands on sports radio? One Oh five, seven FM, the fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Again, one week break from Youth Sports, and we're talking about this year's WBCA Hall of Fame class. And, Al, we didn't get a chance to ask you um, your love for basketball. And and if you go back in time, where did that start and where did that come from? Yeah, um, we were a big baseball family, and so when I picked up the basketball and started playing, I it was kind of unusual in my family, so I, I'm not really sure how to how to answer that, Mike. I just uh, picked up a ball and started playing. A, a guy who was a freshman coach in, in Janesville by the name of Dave Figgy, uh, he came down and worked with us when we were young guys, and he kind of had a great influence on me. And then uh, Bob Souter and Stan Dufresne from Janesville, uh, Janesville Craig, really had an influence on me. So, yeah, it would be those guys. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because the the love that I think we all have for this game is it's it, it it's so ingrained in us that that squeak and that whistle and that ball bouncing, I, look, I could be whatever I'm doing in my life and I hear it and I go, I'll be back and I walk over that way and I just you know I have to see and hear and and see who's playing and and I just love the game for a number of reasons. And, and probably the same reasons you guys do, and that is the amount of life lessons that these kids learn and we learn as coaches through this wonderful game of basketball is second to none. We're joined at uh, – I just have one qu- quick question for Gary DePerry's daughter. Elliot, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. You're a freshman at, at Reagan? Yeah. Uh, you're a good student? Uh, yeah. Is it hard to have your dad in the same building? Um, not really, but like some of the students there, they'll say they're scared of me and stuff. Yeah, I well, you're you know what your dad's one of the the uh, the good guys out there. Um, do you do you get a chance to go watch some of the the the, uh, the games that he coaches? Oh uh, yeah, I've, yeah, a lot of them. You know that head coach at Dominican, he's a little uh, he yells a little bit more than your dad does, right? I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah he, yes, he, <laughs> yes, he does. As far back as you can remember, being a little kid, you've been in gyms with your dad, right? Yeah. Going to watch him coach. Do you play? Um, not basketball, no. No, what do you, are you an athlete? What do you play? Yeah, I play volleyball. Excellent. Good for you. Your dad come and watch? Yeah, he does. Is he quiet during games or is he yelling? No, he yells. Good. That's good to know. I didn't know he had that in him. That is, that is awesome. Well, you know what? Um, everybody here that's being put in the Hall of Fame will tell you that they couldn't do what they did or what they're doing without the love and support of their family. So thank you for doing that. For your dad, and, and I know that means a lot um, to him. 
Hey, um, Mark, we I, I got a chance to talk to you and your wife um, the other day, and and you know, in your in everybody's letter, and and it talks about our spouses, and and I say it on the show that I, I believe that the special place in heaven for coaches' wives, because they put up a lot with us, and it used to be it was just mid November to March, and then it got to be you know beginning of November through April, and and it's it's twelve months at times now, and and. There, we couldn't do this kind of stuff with without the support of our families. Oh, definitely. Um, I think when I first started out, even my wife would be the first one to say from the start to finish how much the time element had changed, that you add one more month on each year that you were doing something. And, uh, yeah, it's got to be a um, special spouse and special kids that you have in your family that are willing to – you know, give you the the time to do something really that you want to do. It's not necessarily that you're doing it for them, but, um, you know, when they see you come back and make the efforts to, like both my kids, I, I coached them both through eighth grade and they, they saw what I did there. And probably by that time, uh, I wasn't able to go to a lot of their high school stuff, um, but maybe they didn't need me to anymore because <laughs> they'd been listening to me for so long. But uh, I used to get a videotape every now and then of a game that I might have missed, but yeah, my family was ultra supportive, and I, I don't know how I could have felt comfortable if it was any other way. I agree. Al, same question. You know, it's it's the family, and, I, and, and I'm hoping that our families are all listening right now. I, we can say it to them a hundred times, but, but you come on the radio and you say, hey, look, this is, we couldn't do this without them, without their support. The amount of stuff that has to go on in, the, in our home as we're out coaching other kids, other parents' kids— you know, it's incredible sometimes the amount of time that, that and, and the work that gets done at our house when we're out in the gym. Uh, yeah, my my wife raised my kids, and, and I, I have three uh, outstanding kids and, and very lucky. Um, but I wasn't around. Uh, from Certainly from November to March, I wasn't around. Right. You know, and, and I was fortunate that my two boys loved the game and, and – wanted to play. And so they, at a young age, came to the gym. But even my daughter, uh, she came to the gym when she was two, three, four years old. And right. and, uh, and it, it even goes down to my granddaughters. Uh, when they're at the house and, and I was still coaching, they would come to the gym. You know, right. just it, it just was, it, it really is a family affair. Yeah, I agree. Gary? Yes. Uh, if anybody should be in the Hall of Fame, it should be my wife, what, uh, what, what she's gone through and supported me. And uh, I think I told you that story, Mike, uh, uh, when I was at the end of my run at Tech, when the girls started to talk, and uh, my wife said, Gary, um, your girls are wondering where you are all the time. Right. And that woke me up. It did. So I got out for a little while, and my wife really, really has helped me and been very, very supportive through this process, and I have great daughters who are very supportive, too. Yeah. Guys, I can't um, congratulate you enough. You you know individually, all of you, what I feel about you guys as men and as coaches. And this is a great class. And congratulations um, and, and well-deserved to each and every one of you. I will not be there on the 20th, but I'll be up there soon after to take a look at um, how you guys look up there. And, and uh, 
have fun on the 28th. Do me a favor. Take a lot of snapshots in your in your mind and certainly with your phone so you can remember this because it's a wonderful day and it goes by really quick. Thanks, Guys, Mike. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Thanks, How good Mike. to see you again, Mark. Joel, yep. thank you so much, Mike, Gary. It's always a pleasure. Again, it's the 28th of September. You can go on that website if you want to go up and help these guys celebrate um, this great accomplishment. They are going into the Wisconsin Basketball Coach Association Hall of Fame. It's WISBCA.org. This is the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.